Hello, friends, and welcome to the March 2024 offering. I'm Shane the Catskills. I'm really delighted to share this time and space with you. I'm actually recording this from the library on Thursday, February 29th at 10.33 a.m. Eastern in West Shokan, New York, because uh, we had some wild weather, some wild wind, and the uh, power and internet has gone out where I am. Hashtag country living. Otherwise, here in the Catskills, the season is turning. The light is growing. We've had a few warm days. The birds are getting louder. The earth is quickening. I wonder how this time of absurdity and uncertainty is finding you. Here's what I'm up to tarot-wise this month. I'm offering two drop-in online tarot circles a month, one on the first Sunday at noon, one on the third Thursday at 6 p.m., and I would love to see you there. I'd also love to see you for uh, my workshop, Using Tarot to Work with the Dead, on Saturday, March 23rd at 11 a.m., and my in-person tarot circle meets at Signet's Way in Kingston on the last Thursday of the month at 6 p.m. There's a new study tarot series cohort uh, beginning in May with Operationalizing Desire, the Magician and Aces. And um, I have a link so that you could read what people who've been having the experience have to say about it. Um, I have a couple tidbits here. Jonathan says, I love the combination of informality and information. The most important thing I'm learning in this series is that the tarot is rich with so many layers. The thing that surprises me most about this series is it's really fun. I agree. Jessica says, the most important thing I'm learning in this series is how important community is to my learning and growing. I would recommend this series for anyone who wants to learn what it feels like to be in a supportive, play-filled community. The thing that surprises me most about this series is how freeing it is. I don't feel like I have to show up in any particular way except how I am that day and what I'm feeling. I always feel seen and held by Shay and the group. Thanks, Jessica. And Michelle says, the thing that surprises me most about this series is the joy of learning with and from others. It's my very favorite thing that I do. And so if you've been thinking about it, or if this is the first you're hearing about it, um, check out the link. Uh, I got a little short video in there, put a little more meat on the bone about what it's all about. <clears throat> and finally, my books are open for readings in March, and you can book with me through Calendly. And thank you to all of you who continue to support my work in so many amazing and generous ways. The first quote is from Aaron Bushnell, an active U.S. Air Force service member who self-immolated in front of the U.S. Embassy on uh, Sunday. One of his last words was, this is what our ruling class has decided will be normal. This is what our ruling class has decided will be normal. His very last words were free Palestine. Rest in peace, Aaron Bushnell. 
I have a few things here that you might be interested in checking out. The first one is a retreat called Return to the Root, facilitated by the Treehouse Collective. And this is from the retreat description. There is inside all of us an alarm system going off. We gather to heed it. We seek the right questions, trains of thoughts, modalities, and wisdoms that will help us care for ourselves and one another in these destructive times. We have very little certainty except for this. This work must be collective. So I'm attending this workshop in real time. It met last Saturday, and it's meeting this Saturday. But the retreat recording is also available for purchase. It is um, a really full, rich experience of um, communal gathering around uncertainty and what that experience might be like, how we might be inside of it. And it's a, a wide array of facilitators offering different ways of engaging, relating to, grappling um, with how we might get grounded in these times. So there are scholarships that are available if um, the the cost of the workshop is prohibitive. And if you have the means to, I encourage you to donate towards scholarships. I actually did that when I purchased my um, place in the retreat. Um, yeah, what a beautiful investment in these incredible facilitators and an incredible investment in our collective um, well-being in this time. Next up, Elena Solano is accepting applications for the spring-summer 2024 cohorts of her offering The Grief Room, which is a virtual twice-monthly gathering space where dreaming, imagination, and making practices are welcomed in the service of collective grief. Check out the link for more details. And finally, you might be interested, I made some zines, printable and digital versions. Free, 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 share, share, share. Please, please, please. Uh, next up is a quote from Loretta Ross. She says, when people think the same idea and move in the same direction, that's a cult. When people think many different ideas and move in one direction, that's a movement. Love that. So many things inspiring me now, and hopefully will be inspiring you now. Um, number one, the Stop Cop City movement, always and always. I have a link to uh, organizer Mary Hooks answering a journalist's ever inane question about, do you condemn the destruction of property in the effort to stop Cop City. And her response, which I've linked to, is the energy that I am looking for in 2024. Next up is artist Nick Cave on loss, yearning, transcendence via the On Being podcast. He said, I don't think the common thread that runs through humanity is greed or power or these sorts of notions. 
It is the binding agent of loss. That, to me, is the thing that makes me able to look at anybody and feel connected to them, regardless of who they are. The whole thing was beautiful, the whole interview, and now I'm listening to his audiobook. And I could listen to him talk about the creative process all day long. Uh, actually, he's interesting to listen to on many, many things, but the creative process in particular. Next up is Going to Mars, the Nikki Giovanni Project, a new documentary about one of our greatest living poets. Quote, I'm really very fortunate that I just don't care what people think about me. End quote. Hashtag forever goals. Nikki Giovanni's conversation with James Baldwin is excerpted in this documentary, and that led me to the full conversation they had together. I've linked it. And to an eventual rewatching of I Am Not Your Negro, uh, the documentary about James Baldwin. It's a really great time to go into a James Baldwin wormhole, um, in my opinion. Next up was something that came out around Valentine's Day, Reimagining Life with Friendship at the Center via Anne Helen Peterson's Culture Study Substack. Quote, people in the U.S. and Western Europe started internalizing the idea that friendship is a peripheral relationship when two historical trends converged around the turn of the 20th century. Same-sex intimacy became suspect and marriage started to consume people's emotional lives, end quote. Um, a friend, shout out to Peg, sent that to me uh, on Valentine's Day, and it felt really, really delicious. Next up is prison art. Drawing is an outlet and source of income for incarcerated people, an op-ed by Juan Hernandez. He writes, I ended up purchasing the 12 set of Reeves pencils and placed the box in my pants pocket so they wouldn't get damaged. Upon returning to my cell, I opened the box and took all the pencils out, laying them on my rusty table that was screwed into the concrete wall. I looked at each pencil intently and even put them up to my nose to smell the wood and lead, which reminded me of school. End quote. Reading that, I felt like I could smell the wood and lead, too. Um... Next up is an essay uh, called Born at the Right Time by astrologer Natalie Labriola. She writes, to say she was born sounds far more passive than what labor and birth actually felt like. An active struggle for emergence, which involved traveling to the land between life and death, a timeless realm that I visited to retrieve my baby. Like the tiny sliver of moon newly visible in the sky, suddenly there was a presence and an entirely new universe of love where before there was apparent nothingness. Just a gorgeous essay. And finally, Feline Blessings. You got to click on the link. You got to click on the link, but I promise it's eight seconds of so, so worth it. Uh, next up is a piece by artist Jenny Holzer. I'm going to read it to you. Are you ready? Rejoice. Our times are intolerable. 
Take courage, for the worst is a harbinger of the best. Only dire circumstance can precipitate the overthrow of oppressors. The old and corrupt must be laid to waste before the just can triumph. Opposition identifies and isolates the enemy. Conflict of interest must be seen for what it is. Do not support palliative gestures. They confuse the people and delay the inevitable confrontation. Delay is not tolerated for it jeopardizes the well-being of the majority. Contradiction will be heightened. The reckoning will be hastened by the staging of seed disturbances. The apocalypse will blossom. Thank God for the artists, am I right? Next up is my tarot offering. Uh, it's about the fool. It's called Relating with Unfathomability. And I have an image here, three images of the fool arcana from the Fifth Spirit Tarot, Spolia Tarot, and This Might Hurt Tarot. And all of them show a figure stepping off a cliff while holding a flower in their hand. The power of the fool is an empty space. Shunyata, God is change. It is the power of play and things in play, of dancing with impermanence, of trusting that opportunity and liberation are always at hand. It is the power of reinvention, of wiping the slate clean, leaving the past behind, starting over, beginning again and again. The fool is the power of unconventional wisdom, of believing another world is possible. It is the power of seeing the herd move one way and heading in the other direction. It is the power of masking during an ongoing deadly and disabling pandemic when everyone around you has moved on. The fool is the power of the open road, a new adventure, going off map, off road, off the grid. It is the power of being game for it, up for something entirely, utterly new. The power of traveling light, the gods smiling upon you, of not needing to know more than the next step. It is the power of big faith in everything turning out in the end. It is the power of foolishness, of feeling foolish, to open a portal to something fresh. The fool is the power of getting out of our comfort zone, of don't be so serious, of foregoing the practical for the imaginary, the beautiful. The power of the fool is believing the impossible possible and then moving in the direction of making it so. The fool is the power of signaling possibility, other worlds, other ways of being and doing. The power of the fool is a jailbreak resistance, rebellion, and revolution of turning the world on its end. It is the power of sussing out the gaps and weaknesses in what appears utterly totalizing. It is the power of clowning to reveal the ridiculousness of the dominator's schemes. The fool is the power of humor and levity in moments of terrifying seriousness. The power of laughter to soothe the underdog and unsettle the powerful. The fool is the power of stepping on the field, of getting in the game, of trying and failing instead of sitting on the sidelines, assured of how everything will turn out. It is the power of disrupting violently normalized systems and logics with art 
humor, subversion, joy, and love. That's from my current work in progress called 78 Faces of Power. And you can find out more about my tarot work at shayandthecatskills.com. And uh, wrapping up with a poem by Cameron Awkward Rich, and I actually have included a link where you can hear him read it. It's called Meditations in an Emergency. I'm going to read it to you. Are you ready? Meditations in an Emergency. I wake up and it breaks my heart. I draw the blinds and the thrill of rain breaks my heart. I go outside. I ride the train, walk among the buildings, men in Monday suits. The flight of doves, the city of tents beneath the underpass, the huddled mass, old women hawking roses, and children, all of them, break my heart. There's a dream I have in which I love the world. I run from end to end like fingers through her hair. There are no borders, only wind. Like you, I was born. Like you, I was raised in the institution of dreaming. Hand on my heart, hand on my stupid heart. <sighs> and finally, we got a pick of the little miss sitting on my steps, looking at me through the slats of the uh, stair railing. Just, ugh, this creature, what she does to me. <laughs> uh, so you got to click on the link, right, to see the picture. Thank you so much for sharing this time and space with me. I look forward to seeing you here, seeing in a virtual auditory way. Uh, next month. And in the intervening time, I am wishing you every single good thing. <laughs>